0: The uprising in Syria began over a year ago as protests against the government of President Bashar al-Assad. Now it's looking more like a civil war, says Mark Lynch. His new book is The Arab Uprising, The Unfinished Revolutions of the New Middle East. Lynch predicts a new international push in coming days to put added pressure on the Syrian government.
1: The push that we're likely to see is going to be for things like referral to the International Criminal Court for more of an observer mission for various kinds of diplomatic pressure and increased sanctions. But I think not for uh, military intervention, which I think is, would be the the right thing to do.
0: Not pushing for military intervention, would not be right, pushing yeah. for
1: military intervention would be the right thing to do. I, I still think that where we are right now, uh, despite the horror and the tragedy on the ground, I see no sign that uh, the kind of military action which might be contemplated by the international community would actually be able to make a positive difference on the ground.
0: I mean, if you look on the ground, though, things are spiraling pretty out of control. This week, we saw the Syrian army shoot across the border into Turkey, killing at least two Syrian refugees and wounding others, including a Turkish police officer. What do you think incidents like this mean? I mean, do you see a regional war as a consequence?
1: I do see it as a sign of desperation. He sees that uh, time is running out. He's trying to kill his way to victory, and it's not working. Uh, we're seeing still persistent mobilization against him. We're seeing the resilience of the opposition, and we're seeing growing international consensus against him. So things like the uh, the firing into Turkey and uh, the incident on the Lebanese border mm. are exactly the kinds of things that are going to solidify international pressure against him.
0: If this does conflagrate into kind of a regional conflict, what does that look like to you? How do you see that kind of conflict happening with Syria in the middle? I
1: think what it turns into is a protracted insurgency and civil war with uh, with ongoing violence and the deep involvement of the other states in the region. And you can easily imagine uh, an opposition being stood up and uh, and funded and, and supplied by the states of the Gulf and by Turkey and by perhaps even the United States being strong enough to maintain ongoing insurgency and war but not strong enough to actually overthrow Assad. And then on the other side, you could see Assad getting support from his international allies, Russia, Iran, and drawing on his own support inside, and again, being strong enough to survive, but not strong enough to destroy the opposition. And that just brings us into a long-term protracted civil conflict, which could drag on for quite some time. And uh, what that does aside from being a tremendous human catastrophe and destabilizing the region, it also, the longer it grinds on, the less likely there it is that you'll be able to find any kind of peaceful political transition.
0: Do you think Syria is already in a civil war?
1: Yeah, I think it is. I think that it's in a civil war, but one which there's still the dim hope of some kind of negotiated transition, not necessarily with Assad himself. The hope, I think, is that The people around him and uh, the people who continue to support his regime out of fear of the future will eventually come to see that their futures are not best protected by sticking with Assad, that we can hopefully encourage those groups to dump him as a way of protecting and securing their own future.
0: Mark, final question. I understand you coined the term Arab Spring. I mean, it's become practically a brand uh, synonymous for democracy. How do you know that was you? I dearly hope that it was not me. Um,
1: (laughs) I don't like the term Arab Spring uh, at all, and actually uh, most Arab activists don't. Why not? What the concept of the Arab Spring suggests is that the entire region was frozen up until then, and then suddenly it melted, and – What I've been seeing and what I've been describing is much more this rising tide of protests and mobilization over a very long time. It's not like uh, the Arabs just woke up. They've been awake for a long time. It's just that they were struggling against these authoritarian repressive regimes who they couldn't defeat. So it was much to my chagrin that uh, someone at foreign policy wanted to find out where the Arab Spring came from, and they did a Google search and a LexisNexis search. And uh, a piece that I had written on uh, January 5th was the first uh, reference they could find. And so I kind of have to take a responsibility for it, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't a coinage that I had wanted.
0: Mark Lynch, professor of political science at George Washington University. His new book is The Arab Uprising, The Unfinished Revolutions of the New Middle East. Mark, thank you very much. And thank you. The concern over Syria and doubts that President Assad will comply with tomorrow's ceasefire deadline are being expressed in political cartoons around the globe. We have a slideshow for you at theworld.org.